Hi, my name's Emily Chadbourne and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast. This is the place where we have deep conversations about how to amplify your life, how to boom your business and how to be unapologetic in your desires. Sometimes these episodes will just be me and sometimes I'll have some super awesome, amazing guests. Today, I'm interviewing Carly from the Midas Academy. She is my business coach and mentor, but she's also a really bloody good mate. In this episode, we talk a lot about the energy piece to business, which most coaches aren't talking about. If you're stuck in strategy and you're stuck in the how and you're at the part of business right now where you feel like you're throwing a lot of shit on the wall and hoping that some of it will stick, then this episode is for you. Be warned, we get quite deep about energy work and what it really, really takes to boom your business. So today, I have a really special guest on the Unashamedly Human podcast, which is so exciting for me because I love this woman on so many levels and so many different contexts and in so many different ways. Not only is she my business coach and has helped me completely transform not just my finances behind business, but also how I feel about business and how business is really now supporting my lifestyle, which is also a really good mate, which is just so <laughs> lovely. And the third layer of our relationship is that we've also started to do a little collaboration together. So we're even working together now, which is just like, it's been such a joy and so easy. So I'd like everybody in the Unashamedly Human community to welcome Carly from the Midas Academy. Hello. I actually feel a little bit teary hearing you say that. Like, so nice to, to connect with the many layers of our journey together because you're right there have been so many I know it's funny isn't it considering that we didn't know we've only met each other once in real life yeah uh, for Mm -hmm. about three hours and yeah yeah, our whole relationship has been online and how beautiful that we live in a world where that is possible we have so many opportunities to connect online yeah we're so so lucky yeah I think Donna to thank for that we'll give her a little shout out maybe we could do an interview with Donna one time as well because our conversations get very interesting so Donna's another friend of ours she's also a coach and the three of us sort of have these fortnightly they were started out as accountability sessions but really they're just good old gossiping sessions (laughs) aren't they and they're just like how are we still in business together oh it's brilliant everyone needs a crew of like cheerleaders and supporters and 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 people who get it because entrepreneurial life is big it's hard it can be it can be very complicated it can be very scary but you do have to have the people who understand it because I think people who don't run their own businesses they want to understand it sometimes but they just have no idea right yeah you can't it's like you'll never know what it's like to give birth unless you've given birth right and even then your experience of giving birth is going to be so different to somebody else's and that's what it's like being an entrepreneur you're like you're in the process of birthing this thing (laughs) and it's so unique to you but literally unless somebody else has given birth nobody's getting it totally yeah what an analogy I think we've been giving birth for far too long now (laughs) I know when's it going to stop <laughs> but the thing is you the more you go along the more you do it the more you recognize what used to be a really painful experience it stops being painful because you understand it you've got faith that you're going to get through it you know that the, the contraction or the wave is going to yeah. peak and it's going to ebb and your relationship to it changes yeah and I think that's the really beautiful thing once you kind of get past that sort of six figure mark or that mark where you have you've got trust in yourself to make that money and you know that you can rely on yourself to make the money and you can pay all your bills and you're totally fine but once you hit that point you're like where do I go to from here 
And then I think it just becomes like this beautiful facilitator of your own personal development. Like we talked about this before, like reaching those big money milestones these days is actually less about having the money in the bank and more about who do I become in the process and how can I use that as a way to facilitate me getting to know myself and clear out my shit even more, which I think is just great. Yeah. And it is, it's like the two halves of business, isn't it? It starts out with like, how do I earn enough money to not have to go back to being an employee? And then it does, it it moves into this sort of secondary place of just like, what am I going to do with this adventure and this dance that I have now with money and the impact that I'm making and the lifestyle that I'm creating? And how do I get, like you say, to learn even more about myself in the process? But let's start at starting out because... That is without doubt the crunchiest, hardest, <laughs> worst bit of business. Like if you are, if you can survive the first two years in business, you deserve some kind of medal because it's such a process. And the first yeah. half of that, like you said, up, up until you begin to really trust yourself and money, mm. that is, in well, my personal experience has been that that was like the really, really hard part for me. What was the, what were the early days of business like for you? Oh my God. I was thinking about this earlier. I only learned about manifestation and energy after I was already doing about eight to ten thousand dollars a month. Really? Really? Like I didn't even know what it was. So my early days of business were chuck everything at the wall and mm. see what sticks. Like do as much as you possibly can and something will land. And of course that didn't work because I was in such like an air of desperation, like something has to work. And um, I started working with Caleb, who for those of you who know Donna and Caleb, you might, you guys might know them. Caleb is Donna's husband. He was my very first, no, actually second coach. And he changed the game for me completely because he helped me tap back into how much of business is just a reflection of you and how much of it is is really about holding yourself to a high standard and being the identity of the person who has the clients and the money and the real internal game part of it. But God, the first, I would say the first 18 months felt like a bit of a shit fight for me. (laughs) Yeah. I I would say the first three years for me, I I was a bit more of a, I've been a bit more of a slow lurker. (laughs) (laughs) It's taken me a little bit longer than most, but I know what you mean. It's like a shit fight. Yes. Yeah. And it was interesting. I don't know about your perspective, but someone asked me this the other day. I, when I left my job and went into my business full time, there was nothing. There was not one tiny little scrap of me that thought I'll be going back to work one day. Like every ounce of me was like, this is it. My business is working. It has to work because there's no way I'm going back to having a job. And so I think from that perspective, it was like, I always knew it was going to work. It was just a matter of finding out how it worked for me. And that itself has been, God, that's been so much work. But yeah, the first first 18 months was like a real, like, I'm just like making enough to pay myself and pay my bills. And then once I got past that, it was like, oh shit, I can do this. Mm. I can do this. Yeah. How about you? What about you for the first week? I mean, I was so unbelievably desperate not mm. to go back to waitressing that I I felt like I almost didn't have a choice like it had to work a bit like you like I wasn't sure how it was going to work but I was so desperate and so scared of 
having to walk back into a restaurant and be like, hi, can I work <laughs> for $20 an hour clearing tables? Like, that I literally would have done anything. Mm. Like, I literally would have done anything to make that business work. And, you know, in the coaching industry, we talk a lot about, you know, do you move away from pain or do you move towards pleasure? And, of course, we both do both things, but some people are a bit more predisposed to moving away from pain and some people are much more carrot people, right? They like to move towards pleasure. And I've always been, I'll just stay here until it gets really uncomfortable and painful. Like that's just the way I've been, my conditioning plus a little bit of my personality is just kind of who I am. And I had got myself into such a place of pain around my job Mm -hmm. that I couldn't, there was no other way but for me to succeed. And I see this quite a lot with early startups in business. You can sort of see the people who are really comfortable Mm. and who because when you're comfortable there's no there's no compulsion to do the tight butt moment thing right you're like well I could do that but my bills are being paid and I'm being looked after and I'm really comfortable yeah whereas I do think you know you you kind of do need that catalyst whether it's because you are so excited about where you're going or you're so Mm -hmm. desperate to get away from where you are so that for me was a massive kind of kick up the arse and then I think for me, it was like learning a lot about strategy. I didn't realize how much I, I felt like the mindset component was separate because I was learning a lot about personal development in my personal mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. I hadn't given credit for how much that was affecting how I then showed up in my business. But for me, in those early days, I just thought it was all about strategy. I thought mm-hmm. it was all about finding a coach who was going to teach me the strategy. And it was the strategy that was going to work and bring me in the clients. Yes, totally. And I think I sat in that belief for a good year, a year and a half. And although I heard the mindset component, I still didn't necessarily relate it to business. That felt like that's the thing that you do on the side in your own personal development journey. Yeah, like it's a nice to have, not a need to have. Yeah, yeah. And so I just spent so much money. I mean, (laughs) so much money. I got myself into so much debt. Yeah, me too. Paying coaches and you know actually in those early days you do need some kind of strategy right you do need to to have some comprehension around the psychology of sales like one of the best investments I ever made was learning how to sell totally and having a a vehicle of some kind in terms of strategy Mm. but that will only ever get you so far and so I think yeah that got me to like year three maybe in business and that Mm. was it was hard and I wasn't earning anywhere near as much I was still basically earning what I would have been earning as a waitress. And, you know, no trust with money at all. It came in bits and and short, sharp bits and Mm -hmm. that kind of roller coaster. What was the turning point for you? The turning point away from being... Away from that place of, like, strategy and, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that bit where all of a sudden it all came together and you were like, okay, so I've done 18 months of strategy and I've worked with a couple of coaches and... (laughs) yeah what's the next stage of it so I think that there have been a few like turning points if you want to call them that the first one was when I hired Caleb because I had just been taking so much action and none of it was really paying off and I knew what to do but none of it was actually working and I was missing pieces of it and I didn't know which pieces and I didn't know how to pull it together like I knew that I had to be 
doing something on Facebook and I knew that I had to be, you know, going to networking events and I knew that I had to be doing those things, but I had no idea how it fit into like the sales like process or a funnel, if you will. And so that was when he was like, well, it's not a strategic issue. It's actually an internal issue first. And so that was when he introduced me to um, all of that identity work, like roles integration and values elicitations and such awesome deep work. And I did a lot of healing with him. Gosh, I'm so grateful for that time and that investment because man, when I first invested with him, that was like so, so scary. I know you know what that's like, um, but it was actually in that investment. And I know you and I have talked about this in previous times as well. It's in that investment where you decide to trust yourself and you decide to make it work that you get so much of that transformation. And then the working with the coach afterwards is actually kind of just the cherry on top because yeah. in the moment where you invest, you're like, Oh, I just became the person who invested at that level. Yeah. I'm going to change everything basically to match up with that. Would you like daily text messages of support, positivity, and love sent personally from me straight to your phone? Then sign up for wake up with them. It's the affirmation service you didn't know you needed. The first month is free if you follow the link in the show notes. Good morning. You're awesome. Yeah, that's such a good point. And there was something that you said, and actually I've changed my copy and my languaging um, as a result of this thing that I heard you say the other day, which is like people pay for the transformation. And so the investment isn't for the coaching program. The investment is always for the transformation. And mm-hmm. the transformation starts when you decide that you and your business and your lifestyle are worth that tight butt investment. And it should be. You should never be investing in a coach that you can afford. And I'm using my fingers to do air quotes yeah. there. You should always be investing in a coach that at a price point that makes you go, oh, because it's in that deep breath. Yeah. You shift your internal energy and your your mm-hmm. identity to be the person that plays at that level. Exactly. And like you say, from there on in, the work that you do with the coach, while all these insights and amazing things can continue to unfold, they won't be available for you if you haven't already taken that transformational step of, of taking that investment. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that. Yeah, absolutely. I believe it too. You and I have both invested significantly this year, especially mm. in ourselves and our businesses, and it's paid off for both of us yeah. tenfold, hundredfold. Yeah. And we know that it will continue to. So I think that's the that's the real mindset around investing that I can see in those people who, and I'm going to use my fingers here, make it in business, and those who kind of just keep it as a hobby. It's on the side. It kind of ticks over, but it's not ever the freedom creator that you want it to be. Yeah, so investing with Caleb was probably my first turning point. And then I had a really nasty experience with a coach after him, Mm. um, which really put me off having a coach for a while. But there was a lot of healing that I needed to do around that, around my codependency with a coach and thinking that the answer was outside of me. Mm. Oh, God, yes. Like, oh, this person's going to be able to solve this for me. I need to be able to invest because they've got all the answers and they're going to give me all the boxes to tick. And that was a really, really important lesson for me to to stand back from that and go, huh, I've actually got what it takes. I'm the magic. I'm the thing that's going to help me move. I can't create. And I'd already been introduced to the idea of manifestation and creation. I've been playing with it for quite a while at this point. I was starting to get the sense of like, it actually doesn't matter what you do strategically. 
if you don't have the energy piece on lock, you won't create it. Yeah. And that's become a real cornerstone of my business ever since I learned that lesson. Because we can say that we want the million dollar business. That's all we want. We can say that we want the sellout launch. We can say that we want anything. But we all have internal resistances to those things because of what we've learned is associated with those things. So if we've got conditioning around rich people are snobs or if you make all your money, then you're going to lose it or it's not safe to have nice things because people will think that you're entitled. All of that conditioning comes up when you start making good money and when you're looking down the barrel of making even better money. Mm. And we all have conditioning around money and that has been probably the most massive turning point is learning to go, huh, if there's something that's not in my reality right now, it's because there's probably something in me that is on some level resisting that. Mm. And that's why pretty much every investment since then has been about getting into the energy and getting into the frequency of people who feel safe and normalize what I want. Yeah. So absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. So important. And I also yeah. think we also attach to the strategy and we are conditioned certainly in the coaching world we are conditioned by Facebook marketing and other coaches who are you know selling their strategy and so you've kind of got those two pieces I found myself in a place where I was so attached to strategy and I I had been conditioned to think that it was complicated and I needed very specific sales copy and I had to I had to download the script because that's the sales copy that and it's the uh, you know it's the funnel and it's the complexity and it's all of the behind the things and it, that is just somebody creating dependence in you so that you buy all their stuff and actually like you say the moment that you realize that you can strip all that back because the most important piece is the energy it's like mm the strategy which can be way simpler than most people are making it the strategy is like the vehicle but how far that vehicle is going to go and where that vehicle is going to go is dependent on the energy and the momentum behind it and so that's the piece that is what I have learned through working with you because I got myself to a real stalemate when when I first approached you which was a huge type butt moment for me because you know again all of this bullshit in my head of like I'm much not much older than you I'm not much older than you but I am older than you and I felt like I should have been further along than I was and you're a friend you know like going past my own ego to actually approach you in itself was a transformation for me Um, but I saw in you that there was this this piece of energy that wasn't available through being taught Mm. strategy and that's for the first time ever and this was relatively recent like guys I'm talking like what 18 months ago maybe that I well we've been working together for less than a year yeah yeah yeah. like maybe seven or eight months we've been working together so you know I I began to realize that my attachment to this strategy was part of the problem and the moment that I stepped into doing the work around the money and the work around my momentum and what I believe I'm capable Mm. of creating what I'm allowed to receive giving myself permission to be really unapologetic and again going through all of that conditioning around Mm. you know people will think like you say the word entitled or greedy or it will disconnect you from the common man you know people won't people won't want to buy from you because you'll be so you know so much richer than them like all of that crap that has become the new work for me strategy Mm -hmm. is completely irrelevant in my life now like totally. it's just irrelevant it's, it's I feel called to do certain things 
Yeah. And when I feel called to do them, I'll do them. And if That's the it. energy behind it is right, then it will work. Yeah, totally. It only doesn't work because of the energy. It no longer doesn't work because of the strategy. And this is why so many entrepreneurs get frustrated and burned out because they're like, but I've done everything that I was supposed to do and it didn't work. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. work. You actually didn't really want it to work on some level. Mm. So yeah, and I think strategy becomes this elegant distraction strategy for a lot of people. That's let me so find, well put. Let me find the one thing that's going to make this work for me. And in that you get to distract from doing the stuff that actually is quite scary, like the facing yourself and facing your shadows and facing your conditioning, which I know we're talking about it quite lighthearted here, lightheartedly here, but it is a challenge to face yourself. Both you and I have been through hell and back this oh, year. Oh, you have to <laughs> look at bits of yourself that you have spent years burying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not for everybody. And that is exactly why this level of wealth and this level of success will only be achieved by a few. Yeah. There's also a real piece around there about like taking full responsibility because when you mm -hmm. are looking around for the ideal strategy, what you're what you're doing is shirking the full responsibility of the weight mm -hmm. of it. It's like, well, I'm blaming the strategy or I'm I'm blaming that coach because they taught me this strategy and the strategy hasn't worked. Yes. It like it's got nothing to do with the strategy. Right. Like stop looking for the strategy. Yeah. And again, in those really, really early days of business, when you're just starting out, of course you need someone to be like, hey, this is how you sell. Hey, yeah. this is this is how you, you know, you do marketing that really resonates with people. Yes, yeah. you need that piece then. Yeah. But the quicker that you can move away from the dependence on that mm -hmm. and move into taking full responsibility for like, right now it's a game about me, mm -hmm. the quicker that you will. And, and when I look now through this completely different lens, I look back at some of the coaches that I've sort of coveted or been in comparisonitis with in the past and I've been like, that's the piece that they've had from day one yeah. is that, that they've made the whole thing about them, not in mm -hmm. a, an egotistical way, but in a like, whatever my business is doing is a reflection of me. It's not a reflection of what I'm doing. It's a reflection of me. Yeah, totally. And I think there's so much power in that too, because once you learn that, and once you start playing with it and you do the inner work and then that shows up externally, it's like, well, hmm, this is kind of like a game. Mm -hmm. How much can I create? What can I achieve? Like, this is just a really fun game. If reality, and we're kind of getting a little bit quantum here, so stop me if it's too much. But if, reality, much. <laughs> if reality around us is just a manifestation of our past thoughts and feelings, then every time we look around us, we're looking at the past. And that means that we have the, the power to completely choose our future. And sometimes that's really scary and that doesn't come without really hard choices sometimes and choices to keep thinking and feeling in ways that feel completely weird and crazy and you feel like you're losing your mind, but you have the ability to change anything. If like me, you love reading cool stuff, listening to interesting interviews and hearing funny, quirky stories that feel really relatable, then sign up for my famous Friday emails. They're jam-packed with awesomeness, and if you sign up and you're not into it, you can always unsubscribe. Link in the show notes, and I look forward to being in your inbox on Friday. It's Friday! And that's why it's really important to invest in mentors that are living and breathing and being that. 
because mm-hmm. you, like you say, there are times where sometimes I wake up and, and I can't really even talk to my friends about it because they're like, yeah, but um, you've also got to be sensible and you've also got to be realistic. And, and they don't even necessarily have to say that directly. They are being sensible and they are being realistic and they're in that vibrational frequency. Mm-hmm. And so I have to love them for who they are and where they're at but I have to be focusing my attention and my momentum in the people who are like literally living like maniacs who are like, you can make anything happen. And like genuinely living in what feels to begin with like a full fantasy world because it's that energy that will over time and it does take time and that's when your faith is tested and that's when this work gets hard and crunchy when you're like oh god I've really got to maintain this belief but I don't necessarily have all the evidence that I need for that belief yet but that is when your faith is forged and that is when why it's so important you know to like have a mentor that you can be like hey remind me this is gonna work because you know you need to borrow other people's faith a little bit sometimes and you need to see evidence that it's worked for other people mm-hmm. and that pro- that evidence probably isn't really evident in your immediate friendship group or mm-hmm. because you know most of us are hanging around yeah. with people who have day jobs you know yeah yeah and bless them like they're welcome to stay in their day jobs but i'm not going to let decisions keep me small yes and that's been a massive piece for me mm. um and that's something that not only are you demonstrating really beautifully for me, you're also providing me with a space where I can, in, our, in terms of our friendship, where I can be really proud of the money that I'm making and, yeah. and really like celebrate that. Yeah. But also you are holding space for me as a coach and a mentor where I can be really like deal with the fear that comes up around that because... Yeah. It's real. It's real fear to be like, I'm going to play a bigger game than everybody that I know and love in my mm-hmm. social circle and in my family unit yeah you know my I told my sister she's a primary school teacher and so uh, you know she doesn't get a bonus she works a bloody ass off for not a lot of money and I told her that if I can get back to the UK at Christmas if the borders open I'll be doing it for uh, I'll be doing it business class and she kind of like raised her eyebrows at me and I had to not shrink back from that I had to not justify myself I had to not defend myself in that I just had to stay in my in my energy of like I don't have to placate or reassure her no I just get to be fully stable in my energy of like Mm -hmm. I live a life now where if I'm on a long-haul flight I'm only doing it business class or first class that's the next stage right (laughs) or private jet (laughs) after that but like this is now my baseline of what I will tolerate um, or of what what I'm calling in and so not shrinking back or excusing yourself, mm. you know, that that's an energetic piece that might sound kind of trivial to people, but when you're living it, mm. oh, that's where the work is. The work's not in, oh, what's my Facebook strategy for today? <laughs> the work is in standing in my power. Yeah, exactly. Because that's all part of the the relearning that it's safe to, to be successful and it's safe to stand out and it's safe to have money and it's safe to build wealth and we're such social creatures. So of course, we're going to be afraid of losing connection and losing belonging from those people that we love the most when we choose to live a life that they have probably not even dared to dream about. But we can allow ourselves to stay small, or we can allow ourselves to shine and inspire them and allow them to bring themselves up if they want to. And either way, we get to exchange unconditional love regardless. Mm. 
Yeah, that's been such a big piece for me. And one that I'm sure there's always another layer of it and another layer of it and another layer of it, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. The work never stops. One of the things that I think I have loved the most about our evolving relationship from friendship to coach and mentor and now that we are working together and I feel like you know the when you put yourself into these sort of vibrational frequencies of just really being expansive and allowing the universe to provide you with the opportunities instead of feeling like you're always having to engineer or chase the opportunities random things just happen to pop into your pathway and it it becomes quite easy like there's there's very little resistance and so one of the beautiful things that you and I are co-creating together at the moment is this idea of launching and I think it's a really important thing that we talk about in business launching Mm -hmm. because you know launching is about you're either launching a group coaching course or your uh, coaching program or maybe you have a product or a serve uh, or or, you know you're a you know, launching your new athleisure wear or a new shoe, or it doesn't matter what you're launching, right? You are putting something out there to the universe and you're going a big sort of explosive way and please buy me, right? Please buy my product or my service. And there is so much, uh, I don't know, like conditioning, I suppose, but also miseducation around Mm. launching. And it's such an integral part of business. You kind of can't be in business without it. And I think my most recent launch, the one that's sold out in less than two hours, that was such a fun experience, Mm -hmm. creating that with you and and going through all of the resistance so that I had this really clear energetic pathway for it just to work without Mm -hmm. it being stressful. And, you know, you've given me such permission to simplify things and to Mm -hmm. cut out the noise. Mm -hmm. And so to then, from that space, for us just to look at each other and be like, should we teach other people how to do this? It just just felt so right. Do you want to speak a little bit to like the the current coaching standard around launching and what some of the myths are, why it's so complicated and scary and overwhelming for people? I would love to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I think because I'm aware that there'll be some listeners who probably aren't as in the coaching industry as we are or who aren't as in the online business space as we are. So just to give a little bit of context, the online business and specifically coaching world has exploded over the last few years. I don't know about you, Em, but when I started coaching, it was not even understood what coaching was. No, I think Tony Robbins was the only, Yeah. And yeah, that was, and especially in the UK, the UK yeah. was even later than Australia. So yeah. the UK is only just coming to grips with what coaching is now. So yeah. yeah, it has exploded and it's continuing to build this huge momentum. Yeah. And so with that, of course, that's created a market for people to help coaches and online businesses build their businesses, which to be fair is, you know, what Em and I do as well, right? And it's an awesome market to be in. However, there are particular businesses who are feeding this idea that selling and marketing and launching in particular needs to be this very complex, difficult, long-winded, expensive process whereby you need to kind of invest in in ads, building websites or sales pages, um, writing endless sales copy, doing ridiculous free events like 
week-long free events where you give so much of your time. That was me. (laughs) For years, that was me. (laughs) That the people who are going to come to those events are going to eventually pay you. And it's caused this, I think it's caused a lot of stress in our industry and it's caused a lot of pressure because the other thing about launching is that when you do it, it's very obvious when you are launching, if you're doing it right. So there's a lot of... um, fear around doing a public launch and failing and in quote marks failing or not getting the signups that you want or not getting any signups or oh my gosh god forbid you do a group coaching program and only one person buys and then it's a group coaching program with one person i think it's happened to everybody who's ever launched a group absolutely yeah we've all bribed people into our group coaching programs (laughs) do you want a free spot come and have a free spot absolutely and there's a lot of ego and fear tied up in launching and so what has happened is that a lot of people probably you know in the first couple of years of their business once they've kind of nailed down their like their one-on-one program or they're done with you service if you're a service provider and they want to start leveraging and they want to start scaling which means that you essentially de- deliver something that is generally a lower cost to more people and it takes less of your time right so that's what a lot of people are wanting to go and do because they can see other people doing it and it is a great idea but they are copying or trying to copy these launch models of these hugely these huge businesses who have budgets who have team members who have understandings of ads and all of these things and we a lot of people are trying to measure themselves up to those standards and so they try and do these big, long-winded launches. I did this the first time I launched. It took me four fucking months. <laughs> no, we love a good swear word here. <laughs> to build this launch out. And I had one person buy it. And it was like, there's a lot of people burning themselves, essentially, on launches and creating these really horrible experiences that they then don't want to go and do them. And it's costing them a lot of um, it's costing them a lot of potential impact in what they could be making. And it's costing them a lot of potential income that they could be making too. I mean, from this conversation, I'm sure you guys have figured out that Em and I together are pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> and fun is kind of like, it's kind of at the forefront of both of our businesses. Fun and ease and fulfillment and joy and simplicity is something that we both really value. And so when we saw, you know, this launch of Ems do so super well, we were like, we can teach this because other people are looking at that launch going, shit, that was amazing. How did you do that? And because we're both here for service, we want you to have businesses that are easy and simple and fun and enjoyable. And we really want to shake up this not cool industry standard of what launching has become and show you that it can just become so super fun and easy if you want it to be. And I think that post yesterday that you both you and I posted, the carousel post, I don't know about yours, but it's been one of my best performing posts that I've ever put up. Mm. And people are just all over it because they're just feeling this need as well for us to bring this to the industry. So it's really exciting. Really, yeah, really exciting. it's really exciting. And look, I've got <clears throat> nothing against people who are selling strategy or, or, or if it's coming from a really, really good place, awesome, rock on. But it has, like you said, it's become so overcomplicated and so convoluted. And there are a lot of people out there who are selling stuff for the sake of selling stuff and not necessarily actually invested in the results that their clients are getting. And as a result, it has become this like monster of an industry when actually 
what you do is less important. It's the energy mm. behind which you do it that is really important. And that very few people are talking about in our industry. Very few people are taking energy and using that as a strategy. Mm. As the most important strategy is your energy behind it, your intent behind it, how connected you are with it. And obviously then like how you execute is an important part of it, but one person can execute and the same person can execute in exactly the same way but with completely different energies and one launch will be successful and one launch yeah. won't. And that's so that's what the most fun launch ever is all about, is like stripping back the noise, stripping back the conditioning, working on that energy piece, really connecting to your intuition. Yeah, knowing your market, of course, you've got to know who you're helping and why you're helping them and what that solution is that you're going to deliver them. But again, it's about making it fun and light mm. because... Mm you know, your business should be supporting your lifestyle and it, your lifestyle shouldn't be dictated by your business. And I think yeah. in those early days, those lines are naturally a little bit blurred as you're trying to work all of that out. And it's yeah. just, it's really important that as you evolve in your business, you catch that as early on as you possibly can and go, mm -hmm. okay, now I have to switch the tables. I have to yeah. move away from the hustle mentality and I have to really give myself permission to sit in the energy piece of it. Because that's where the enjoyment is. That's where the fulfillment is. That's where the expansion happens. That's where working less happens. Like you and I had this conversation the other day, didn't we? Like we we're quite vocal about the fact that I really don't let myself work more than yeah. sort of 20 hours a week. And you're hovering around the 15 hour mark at the moment. But on top of that, we do loads of work that isn't considered to be work by industry standard because it's all about energy and it's all about maintaining our energy and being in charge of our energy and working through all those fears and those worries and those doubts and that is part of the work in fact that's yeah. the most important part of the work and then the other 20 to 15 hours that we do a week is sort of in the wake of that work yeah it doesn't absolutely. come first it comes second definitely it's like you might go to work in your business for however many hours you work in those hours and you might believe in what you're doing in that time that you're working but if the second that you clock off so to speak you go into fear and doubt and you don't manage yourself effectively and you're like oh my god are the people gonna come what am i doing i'm on facebook all the time that energy carries through mm. so i think something that people are probably going to get is maybe like an unintended consequence of the most fun launch ever is really getting to tap into our energy around our standards for what we're like when we're not working and how we manage ourselves during a launch, because that is so incredibly important. I think you and I have both during this launch had naps and woken up to sales, haven't we? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had the best nap the other day. It was funny because I went, I had a nap listening to Amanda Francis. Mm -hmm. I just kind of fell asleep in front of one of her YouTube videos. And then I woke up on the other side and four sales had come in from two completely different launches that mm -hmm. are ha happening simultaneously. So um, mm -hmm. yeah, you have to relax into money. You do, and that's not something that people are going to get overnight. No, it's that, that takes the work. That takes the work. Shifting your relationship with money and time and work takes, I'm not going to say it's not going to say, it doesn't take time. It takes commitment and it takes a constant choice. Mm, yeah. yeah, because I think anyone can chant some affirmations and do a couple of belief changes, but it's who you are in every moment. Yeah. That makes friends yeah if you're getting off a facebook live or an igtv and then you're like collapsing and crying and like that's yeah. that's not you, you need that's to there, okay. it's consistency that the universe is looking for yeah exactly. i can't wait to start the most fun launch ever i think one of the most amazing things about it is that we're also an act completely accidentally 
we're both launching at the same time as doing the live course and so mm. we are going to be able to bring our live case study of our own launches to the most fun launch ever so this is really an opportunity for people to literally see it in action which you don't get that opportunity every day <laughs> so um although the most live the most fun launch ever will be evergreen and if you're listening to this in a few weeks time from publication then you know you may very well uh, be able to jump onto the the evergreen version of it but if you're listening to this before the 6th of october mm-hmm. please jump on live with us because you know yeah. you don't get this opportunity to get like a literally like a bird's eye view into our businesses as we are launching um it's it's a pretty special opportunity and i'm so excited about it i'm even more excited about all the other things that might be coming um our way in terms of collaboration like i'm just waiting for these borders to open up man i need a retreat and i need to be running one and i need to be doing it with you it'll be so awesome just to like run a a wealth retreat like this is how to vibe with money oh my god we've got such good plans because next year like please telling you now i'm getting both of my passports out and i am <laughs> i am going for it there's lu- lucky i've got two of them lucky yeah gonna i'm gonna be whipping them out <laughs> left right and center carly thank you so much for taking the time to speak uh to my audience today i know that they will appreciate it and i just want to sort of just say to anyone who maybe isn't like you said like not in the coaching industry really really hope that you've been able to hear the energetic piece and that translates into any business whether you're MLM whether you've got a side hustle whether you're opening up your own shop or a restaurant or a cafe like the energy behind which you do it what you believe you are allowed to receive what you are willing to receive what you want to receive being unapologetic and working through all of that fear and that doubt that might be the resistance to that money coming to you that is the piece that's it that is the work and like you say not many people go there because it's it's the place that can feel quite uncomfortable and it's a real stretch in your identity but oh my god it has been absolutely glorious and like full (laughs) freedom is on the other side of it yeah it is totally full like time freedom financial freedom but even more than that it's like freedom because you know that you can create whatever you want my client calls it limitlessness so I just love that word oh that's a great word limitlessness yeah yeah it really is Carly you're a legend thank you so much for joining me today and I bloody love you bloody love you thanks everyone thanks for listening to unashamedly human the podcast I really hope you enjoyed this episode and I would love 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 you to share the shit out of it if you are listening on iTunes please rate and review it really helps other people find this content share it with a mate share it on your socials make sure that you tag me unashamedly Emily and use the hashtag unashamedly human thanks for listening